What's going on, everybody? Um, this episode, I kept it real, real local. I uh, stayed right in town in Joliet at my hometown liquor store, which is a Cardinal Liquor Depot on Jefferson. My guy Amar over there, uh, his family and him, they've been taking care of me for a long time, and they always have the best selection, and as they always say, they speak craft beer. That's um, no joke. I wanted to get a different perspective um, on the beer industry, so I thought, why not talk to a local liquor store that's doing things right? Uh, they still sell all the same old stuff and vodka and bourbons and all that, but they have a mean selection. They do release days. They are very active on social media. Uh, it was really cool insight to get this podcast done with Amar. Um, him and the crew over there at Cardinal Liquor Depot uh, should not be slept on. Get over there and get beer from them. Follow them on social media because they have some of the best stuff and they are always communicating to the public when they're going to have that stuff, how much of it they're going to have, and what they're going to charge for it. So that checks off the list uh, for craft beer nerds. And then for me, Average Joe's Above Average Beer Podcast, please follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. You can find us pretty much any way like that. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode because I sure enjoyed recording it with Amar. All right, welcome into another edition of Average Joe's Above Average Beer Podcast. I'm sitting uh, in a new a new spot here, really. I, I've never sat in a aisle of a liquor store and done a podcast, right. so... Amar's making that possible for me. So uh, introduce yourself to the people. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name's Amar Shika. Uh, my family owns uh, Cardinal Liquor Depot of Joliet. Uh, I've been here pretty much since my childhood, you know, just uh, helping out in the family business. And uh, over the past few years, I kind of stepped in, and this is kind of what I do now uh, full time. So, If you've never been to Cardinal Liquor Depot in Joliet, uh, you guys are on Jefferson and right across from Inwood from the Park District. Uh, yep. What's you know the address right yeah. offhand? Uh, 3001 West Jefferson, to be exact. Uh, you know, the store with the big sign that says Craft Beer Superstore right on the front. Yeah, you got that right. If you guys don't know about it, they are like totally under the radar craft beer guys. They, they got just aisles full of the best beers that you can buy. And I see your distribution list grows like every time I walk in here. It's like you didn't have something last week, and then I come in, boom, now you got 18th Street. Like You guys are killing it right now. We're always on the hunt, man. We're always looking for what's next, and we always try to keep it fresh. Uh, people like to see new items, new breweries. We, tr- we just try to keep it fresh for them. Who's some of the newest people you got in the store now? Uh, well, uh, we just tasted some of it. Uh, Mars, Mars Brewing out of Chicago. They're kind of the... The hot uh, hot ticket in town right now. Uh, they really made crushing these New Englands right now. We're having a cryo yeah. flare right now. Yeah, triple dry hop, double IPA. Uh, everyone's on the New England style IPA bandwagon right now. I think it's great. Uh, they're crushing it. Uh, Illuminated's been pretty good so far too. We brought yep. them in a few months ago. They've been making really good beers. Uh, got 18th Street. We got a whole bunch of other Chicago area breweries. Those are those are the most popular here, rightfully so. Just keeping it local. Right. So the whole gist behind the podcast, like what we've done with all the breweries and the tap rooms that we sat down in the past, is just kind of like the story behind it, which your guys is, again, the first liquor store that I've done, you know, your classic like liquor store. Um, you sell everything like any other local liquor store. But tell me a little bit about, you said you've been around for what, maybe like 10 years as a, as a liquor store. Like when did you start to pivot into this whole craft beer thing? Well, uh, liquor stores have been in my family pretty much since uh, since the days we came over from uh, from the old country. Uh, my dad grew up uh, working for his dad when he was in high school, and uh, he eventually opened his own stores. And then uh, it all came on to uh, one day uh, we opened our first store in Joliet, uh, 2005. It's actually right next to where we are right now. It's uh, currently a Verizon Wireless store. 
Uh, we were in there for about five years. We moved out to this place in 2009. Uh, this used to be a carpet store, actually. And uh, now crazy. it's yeah, now it's our home for the past uh, about 10 years. You know, I, I remember coming in here before. I was into craft beer just to come get booze or, you know, vodka or something. But what? when did you guys kind of catch on? Like, oh, we better start moving with this craft beer. Well, you know... It's, uh, you kind of just have to see what people want. I mean, people would come in every day. Do you guys have, you know, this beer? Do you guys have, it's all, it all started out with, do you guys have Gumball Head? Oh, yeah. You know, we, we were one of the few stores that had three Floyds in the area. Uh, they used to be with a much smaller distributor. They used to be a much smaller operation. They used to be in a smaller, you know, brewery. And, uh, you know, once we had them, you know, people want to try new things. We, uh, we have good uh, distributors. They would always tell us this is the new thing to get, try this out. After a while, you know, we, we try the stuff ourselves. We know what's good. And, uh, you know, we, we just slowly expanded. And uh, there's more and more breweries popping up every day. And we pretty much give everybody a chance, you know. About 6,000 of them now in the country. So. Yeah, you know, we don't have all of them. But, you know. The concentration in Chicago is insane. Yeah. So, I mean, how do, you go, how do you go about getting all these guys on the books and getting them to distribute here? You know, honestly, I just kind of do my research. Uh, I see what's trending on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I read a lot of blogs, listen to podcasts like this. You know, I just uh, I try to stay current. I see what the, guy, what the guys in the city are doing because usually they're the ones that start everything. The trend makers. And uh, I just get busy on my laptop sending out emails, sending out Facebook messages, you know, going to breweries myself. Uh, I live near Tinley Park, so I've been in Hailstorm. I've been in that's, 350. That's a great spot, Hailstorm. Sound Growler's a new one out there. I've been in there a few times. Just trying to, you know, get our name out there, get people to bring their beer over here. So, yeah, I was walking through. I saw you had Hailstorm, I mean, that's they're always a great, great brewery to have locally. Um, so when did you yourself start to say like, man, this stuff's pretty good? Uh, well, it all started when I was, you know, early twenties. You know, uh, I thought Bud Light was a great beer back yeah, then. Didn't we all? And uh, yeah. you know, drinking thought, those Coronas on a fancy night. Like yeah, that, you, know? you know, me and my buddies thought we were cool drinking Coronas. Uh, you know, and then uh, I thought IPAs were kind of rough. You know, I started out with the typical Goose Island or Sam Adams. and uh, Too bitter. Yeah, you know, I kind of wanted to see what all the hype was about. We were selling a ton of the beer. I was here in college, you know, I was working on the weekends. I was going to school in the city, so I was here on the weekends. And uh, I started out with some Three Floyds, and, you know, I worked my way up through all these uh, these more recent releases. And now almost every day I'm trying something new, you know, seeing what else is new, so... So what, 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 you said it was kind of a family thing, this whole business and, and the liquor stores and all that. So what was it like explaining to, like, your dad or your uncles and them saying, like, hey, we need to, we need to order a bunch of this stuff? Like, uh, was that a hard sell at first? In this business, there's a lot of gimmicks. There's a lot of stuff that comes around. It's a flash in the pan. You know, look at all these, you know, look at our shelves. There's a lot of flavored vodkas. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, flavored yeah, vodka yeah, was like. candies and your whipped yeah. creams and your all kinds of crazy. So, you know, they saw that. They're like, oh, is this just going to be another one of those cotton candy vodka things going on? Or what's going to happen? And, uh, you know, they saw slowly but surely. I mean, we didn't have all this to start out with. You know, we, we brought in these guys little by little. I mean, we, we brought in Pipeworks, and that was a huge success. So it was like, okay, Pipeworks is big. Let's try some of these other guys. And it's just been really hyper-local focused. You know, we're not bringing in everybody. We're bringing in Chicagoland breweries. Everybody seems to like that. They want to try something from around where they're from. So that's, you know, they kind of kind of won them over after a while. You know, they, they liked what they saw. So, And then you kind of see now we got, we went from none to now we've got, what, three or four breweries up in the area now. And uh, Migraine and Elder and the Shanahan Brewery opened up not too long ago. We got Will County Brewing coming soon here. So now we're getting real local here. So 
I see you guys already have uh, Stateville Stout, and, and uh, you guys already have Pilcher's Pale Ale and Cans from Migraine. And uh, I sat down with Dan recently, and we talked a little bit about uh, something pretty exciting for you guys, something that I don't hear about a lot, a liquor store locally doing right. a collab. Yeah. Uh, you know, we really want to get our name out there. We want people to know that this is not just your typical liquor store. I mean, you're not going to walk into really any other liquor store and see them them having their own beer that they collaborated, they made themselves, you know. Shout out to Dan and all the guys at Migraine. They do a great job. Uh, how did it come about? How, how did you guys get to talking about this? Well, as soon as I found out they were coming to Joliet, as soon as I found out there was a brewery opening, I actually uh, I shot them an email, and I was like, hey, guys, you know, once you guys are ready to distribute, just let us know. We're a big craft beer player. We want to, you know, showcase your beers. People love local beer. Let's put you guys out there first. Let's be the first guys to do it. And, uh, you know, we set it up with the tasting at first. Uh, they came in. They sampled out some of their beers. I made sure I ordered, you know, 20 cases of whatever they had, put it on the floor, let everybody see that we had it. And uh, we had a huge crowd that day, as I heard in your prior podcast. CBS uh, day, right? Founder CBS. Yeah, boy. And uh, there was a line out the door. I remember I got to work at about uh, 2 o'clock that day. We were releasing it at 3. There were about 100 people waiting outside. And I, I was, was like, there. I was there. I was like, this is going to be awesome. And I walk in, I see the migraine guys just patiently waiting. You know, they're pretty anxious. They knew all those people were going to try their beer. And, uh, you know, we, we started selling a lot of uh, Stateville Stout and Pilcher's Pale Ale. And I started seeing people walk up with that while they're waiting for their CBS, and it was pretty exciting. Oh, yeah, and you compare it with that. And I think even that day, you guys even had a little bit of Northwoods in, in uh, Bourbon County. Uh, yeah. The Knob Creek one, I we, think, for you a know, bit. You guys nailed that day, We like for real. to make a statement, you know. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of us uh, don't realize that, you know, some people still don't realize that Cardinal is as deep in the game as they are now because you're used to going to, you know, Iron and Glass, the open bottle. You're going to the city. You're going to Binnie's for, like, these big release days. And both Bourbon County Day and on uh, – CBS day uh, for founders I was here because nobody it, was, it hadn't caught on yet so instead yeah. of waiting behind 90 people I'm waiting behind 12 people you guys got more of the good the good variants than than even like Benny's had the opportunity to get so yeah I, mean, I don't think people if you don't know yet they're crushing it over here and you should definitely uh, make sure you're getting your beer from them as well yeah I mean we uh, we made it a point this year because we you know we had good turnouts for Black Friday for Bourbon County but yep. we made a point this year a couple weeks ahead of time to tell people listen we're gonna open Early this year, we're going to open at, uh, I think we opened at 7 a.m. this year. Uh, I got sure here did. about. I was at Menards buying, <laughs> uh, buying paint at 6 a.m. for Black Friday, Jeez. and my wife's like, well, I guess we could stop over there. Maybe they'll have some. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah you guys had a bunch. Yeah. Wait, you guys we, are doing a really good job advertising with your social media, too, is what I've noticed. And that's really what got me coming here more often than I, you know, instead of going out to these different places. Because your Facebook posts. Yeah, uh, well, the Bourbon County Day was a great example. Uh, we told everyone we were open at 7 a.m., and I got here at about 6.15 because we actually didn't get our beer delivered until that morning because they, you know, they don't like to send the Bourbon County out until the actual day of. And, you know, we got here at about 6.15, and there was about 10 cars, 15 cars in the parking lot already. It was it was madness. And, uh, you know, we were grinning from ear to ear. We, we loved the response. We loved to be able to, to be the local place. You don't have to go to all these corporate, you know, big stores to get, you know, your hands on these exclusive beers you got a family that loves what they do they love uh selling craft beer and uh, we were here at the crack of dawn you know getting near your bourbon county well you guys did it right i mean it was organized uh, i don't know i just it, i was i was very impressed by with what you guys did basically from starting by looking at the posts you know whatever week or two ahead of time that this was happening and then the execution on your guys's part 
you didn't wait in line long, even if the line was long, which was CBS, it was long, but you guys had like 10 cases of CBS. Yeah. There was a picture of the cases while I'm waiting in line. I can look <laughs> at my phone on Facebook. So most lines, when you stand in them as a craft beer nerd, you're, you're kind of like, God, I hope they have more than a case. God, I, you know, I went to Jewel the morning that that morning that CBS came out. They had one case. So yeah, well, you yeah. know, we 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 made sure that we were on good terms with founders. Uh, you know, I mean, you always see a stack of founders all day IPA when you come in here. It's no secret they take care of their best stores, and uh, we've been crushing their beers throughout the year. I mean, they they, they definitely came through for us, and we love to uh, build on that partnership with them. Uh, we got the KBS coming out in about another month or two. I'm sure they're going to hook us up with that, too. We'll yeah, put it all over Facebook. So love to see people come out for that, too. That'll be awesome. Can you talk a little bit about the importance? I mean, do you guys use other other than Facebook, or do you kind of just stick with Facebook? Uh, you know, we, we do a little bit of snail mail. You know, we send out ads every once in a while. But I think if you really want to capture the craft beer fan, I think most of us are pretty tech savvy. You know, we, we get on Facebook a lot. Uh, we do a little bit of Twitter. We do a little bit of Snapchat. But really, our meat and potatoes is Facebook. That's really Facebook. what gets the message through. So. It works, man. It works the way what you guys are doing. So um, other than that, what, what kind of... What kind of beers is it? Are you looking for now? I mean, now you you kind of started off. You said you weren't sure about the IPAs. Now, what what kind of beers are you really heavy into now? Uh, I I love stouts. Stouts are probably my favorite. Um, there's a lot of them out there. I prefer the barrel aged ones, which I think most people do. Uh, I think they're very robust. Uh, you don't need too much of them. I mean, you know, you drink a bottle, you're probably feeling pretty buzzed. Um. You know, it's pretty exciting to see what's coming out. There's always a new barrel-aged stout. There's always a new distillery that never barrel-aged before, and it's pretty exciting to see what's out there. Oh, yeah, there's so much coming out now, too, and there's a release every other week. Uh, oh, yeah. But what, what, what do we got here? We got uh, 18th Street, and you said you just started carrying 18th, right? Yeah, they're they're pretty small still. They're uh, expanding. They were really hard to get. Hammond to and Gary, right? They're, they got Taproom and Hammond and Gary. Yeah, and I, I've heard they're moving out somewhere local. Not too far from here. Uh, you know, we had to email them a few times, but they, they came around. They're pretty good guys over there. Uh, probably be getting a lot more stuff than what we have now once they really hit their, their stride with their uh, distribution. This is that that Fox and the Hunted uh, coffee here. It's got, it's got the Dark Matter coffee, which beer geeks, they love Dark Matter coffee. Oh, yeah. That goes in any any uh, respectable stout. Absolutely. Yeah, Big Hugs from Half Acre. They use Dark Matter. Yeah. That's Pipeworks a, does a few of them with Pipe the Dark Works, Matter guys, yeah, too. And, of course, yeah. uh, I believe Dark Lord uses it as yeah. well. When they, uh, when yeah. That that we don't get to get at the store, though. <laughs> yeah, you got to wait in a real long line for yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got to get lucky for that. So... You have a timeline on your uh, on your collaboration with Migraine, then? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I talked to Dan a few days ago. We should be canning a week from today, and uh, we'll be monitoring the situation, seeing how long it takes to actually get it into our store. Probably going to do a nice little release event, uh, most likely on a Friday. Could be a week from this Friday. We're not 100% sure yet, but uh, we'll definitely get the word out. We'd like to get everybody excited for that, and... Uh, See uh, what kind of crowd we get for that. It'll be pretty fun. That's going to be a big dessert stout, right? It's kind of based off the recipe for of the Stateville stout, their basic Stateville stout, but it's going to be edged with what? Marshmallow? Marshmallow, walnuts, and uh, there's a few other things in there. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're going to taste the marshmallow, the chocolate, uh, obviously, because it's like the Stateville stout. It's just a variant. It's got a marshmallow taste to it. <laughs> He's not going to share his secrets with us no. on that. He told me a little bit, but I'm not going to say. So that's not, right. Hey, that's between snitch, you guys. You know? we'll, all, we'll all find out soon enough, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure everybody would be real excited to get that out. I mean, 
Plus, you guys made some killer artwork for uh, you got that big sign of the Marshmallow Man. It's yeah, awesome. I mean, I wanted something to stand out. You don't want to just put some generic looking thing and say, "Hey, look, we made a beer. Come try it." No, you you wanted to be something memorable. Well, and like you said, you're going to be part of the process, too. I mean, you may not be brewing it alongside of him, you know, the whole time, but you're also going to be part of the canning process, which is a huge, you know, yeah. undertaking as well on yeah, the system that they're using. Yeah. And you learn a little bit along the way, right? Absolutely. I, I'm really trying to learn more about the whole beer making process. Uh, I'm still kind of a novice, but, you know, I've been reading up a lot Me and uh, love to love to be around and see them canning it. I watched some of the brew day, uh, saw how they made it, saw all the ingredients being dumped in there and uh, pretty interesting. So then you just got to sit and wait. Yeah, it's a <laughs> that's the know, hard part. Just about a waiting. three to four week process from uh, brew day to canning to actually bringing it over here and selling it. So yeah, but it'll be worth it when it gets out. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. And what, you got another events uh, coming up here real soon? Uh, we got some uh, some new beers coming out. Uh, we got Cigar City out of Florida. I just actually found out earlier today. Huge. They're pretty much uh, the Lagunitas of the South. Uh, <laughs> well, Lagunitas is everywhere, but you know, I mean, these guys they're, they're going to be new to sh- new to the Chicago area. Uh, we're going to be their 14th state. They're going to be in, and uh, we're hoping to get their beers uh, before the end of February. Depends on our uh, distribution schedule, but uh, yeah, Chicagoland distributor just picked them up, so we should we should be getting them soon. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, people when they see that in your store, they'll be flocking in to to get that highlight. It's just a, it's a sought after beer. And, but you know, you mentioned Lagunitas, which actually I was thinking the same thing uh, because they kind of started out in a similar way where they were big on the West Coast, and then they started slowly moving out here and building the following. And now look, you got this giant brewery now they've built in Chicago and Pilsen, and and I think uh, I think we might see something like that from Cigar City down the road. And I know they have a connection to the area a little bit too. They've uh, done things with Three Floyds and you know a lot of the big guys around here. So absolutely, that'll be a big draw for you guys when you get that. Um, talk a little bit about that. Uh, you guys have a blog now that that you're doing, right? It's, right. it's pretty new, uh, right? The, the Brews Flash. Uh, you know, I was just kind of sitting here one day bored, and I was like, well, we got the Facebook going. How else can we get uh, the news to people about what's coming out? I think a lot of people, by the time they see our typical post, our picture and description of what we got, it's already too late. They don't really get a chance to come in and get what we have because we only get a few cases of it. So, you know, I thought it was a good idea to just kind of put it out there. Hey, this is what's coming in this week. This is a description of what it is. And, you know, this is when to expect it and the price and things like that. So. Well, it's good to get kind of a heads up like, hey, you can expect to see this beer this week versus like, hey, it's here right now. Yeah, exactly. Scramble. People have lives, you right. know, people Scrambles. have work. It's not, you know, especially on like a, a Wednesday afternoon if you're getting, you know, pirate bomb from Prairie, you know, people aren't just going to, you know, leave work. Oh, there's some some guys that leave work. Oh, no. But, you know. My friend, my friend Mike always says, like, when it comes to craft beer, people don't have jobs. They just. Right. <laughs> right. You know, just crack it open right then and there. <laughs> well, it's just like as soon as something's announced, people are like, well, I'm taking off early. I'm uh, clocking out. Here I go. I'm going over to the liquor store to get my get my new beer. Yeah. I don't know. I've done stupid stuff to go get it, too. So. <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> so, are you writing the blog all yourself? Then is it? It's all coming out of you, and then posting, or are you guys? Just yeah, pretty much team uh, effort. Yeah, yeah. Some of the other guys here, you know, they'll they'll, they'll try a beer, and I'll just kind of see what they have to say about it, and uh, we'll take some pictures, put it on there, and uh, some tasting notes and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, as far as the writing, I've been handling all that. So it looks good. It's it's well informed, and it's it's timely. So that's 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 the key. Is like the, getting that heads up is really nice. So I knew eventually you were gonna get cryo flare. So yeah, know, I knew I could come over here and get a four pack <coughs> at some point when it releases. And you usually post a picture of you know what comes in when it does come in. So that social media stuff is priceless in the in the beer geek game because you just want to know when it, where it is when it is and how much and 
go and get it. You got to stay current. I mean, everybody always wants to see what's what's the next thing that's coming out. And if you just post it the day that it comes in, it doesn't really do them any good, you know. Yeah, they just gotta hope. Just gotta hope it's still there. Yeah. I scrambled over here for VSOD when it came. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Get over there. Like pulling my kid out of a nap. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) Let's go. I don't know how long it's gonna last. Actually, it came in on a Tuesday. It was like early January. Random. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know it was coming in that day. It was. It was kind of weird, but yeah. Yeah, I was working from home that day. I think I'm like, all right, quick, got to go, got to go. <laughs> so what else? What else do you want to talk about? Uh, You know, we're just uh, trying to expand. You know, we're trying to improve our selection every day, uh, bring in new breweries every week. Uh, we brought in another three, four breweries last week. Some, uh, you know, some super local stuff, some stuff from the suburbs, things like that. That's kind of what we try to do. That stuff's huge now i mean when you guys started getting like new and whistle in and, and things from the, like these little offshoots and suburbs that that's that's what a lot of people are after now and like hailstorm falls into that category i mean the city breweries are amazing you know you got pipeworks and revolution and maplewood and all these great breweries but i mean you really see p- places like penrose and hailstorm and and these uh new and whistle these little offshoots they're continually coming in high ranked in 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 these different uh categories uh for stouts and different different kinds of beers i mean it's it's great to have that selection now and make it pretty deep in the local side of it yeah i mean it makes you wonder where it's all going you know but i i I see a lot of these guys getting stronger over the years uh some people are negative about it they think it's uh just a trend but i think a lot of these guys have staying power um especially the bigger ones but yeah i mean you see guys like migraine coming onto the scene they seem like they're doing a pretty good job uh getting busier every week that i go there they and good uh, food too yeah pretty unconventional menu i don't know i had some octopus last time i was there it was pretty different dude dan uh, dan sold the octopus on me when i talked to him it's it the sounds texture like it's was a little good, off a little different. But, <laughs> i always kind of want no, you to didn't try say it that pre- it was perfect <laughs> it's <was> perfect <laughs> yeah so how do you guys budget shelving space I mean, you only have so much room in certain sections and in the coolers well, and all that. So how do you guys do that? You kind of just have to see what's hot. You know, you're not going to hide the, the most exciting beer on the bottom shelf, but you're not going to push away the stuff that's proven itself over the years. So, I mean, you kind of just you have to be flexible, too. I mean, you'll see me if you come in here, you'll see me just moving stuff around, pricing shit, you know, just trying to merchandise, you know, taking pictures, putting it on Facebook. It, it's, it never ends. I it's mean, like hardcore Tetris, I feel like, because you got that one shelving unit towards the f- towards the front here that's kind of like... New releases. Yeah, that's, that's more yeah. Like, that's the theme kind of about, about that. You'll oh, see... It says new releases right over the top. How yeah, a lot of people me. don't see that. I, mean, I kind of was disappointed because I, uh, I took some time to make that sign online. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's a little too high, though. I couldn't get it's long high. enough yarn to, to drop it down. We're going to get you some yarn. We're yeah. going to get you some, some longer yarn. See? Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is this is kind of what we're looking at here. This new release shelf uh, stuff. Usually, once we get it, we'll leave it on here for about a week or two, and uh, usually it's gone by then. But if there's anything left, we'll just move it over to the other shelves. But uh, right, we have it separated geographically. We have our you know once you look, walk out into the beer aisle, you'll see the first section is the uh, Chicagoland beers, and you'll see a little bit of Wisconsin and Michigan in there because it's such a long aisle. You know, you kind of have to add some other stuff at the end. It spills into the you know west coast beers east coast beers then all the way down you got the uh exports and uh, i'm sorry imports not exports it's actually Either the opposite way. you know you, you got what i was saying so yeah we got we got a pretty good selection here you guys got an amazing selection it's huge yeah you guys always seem to get like a decent volume of things in which you know like we talked about a lot of places <coughs> get a case of something and then you just gotta hope like i've noticed you guys have gotten a nice 
nice volume of some of these better beers here, like where I can come back and get a second one because I liked it so much. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been in the industry for a long time. We know the right people, but uh, I think more than every more than anything, we uh, we do a lot of volume on their everyday beers, like breweries like Lagunitas. We sell a lot of little something. We sell a lot of IPA. You know, you look at. Uh, you know, some of these other guys, I mean, uh, founders, obviously, for the CBS, we sell a lot of their all-day IPA. We have a lot of people that like that. So once they come out with their, you know, their hard-to-get stuff, they're going to take care of their best accounts. And that's how we get hookups on these allocated beers. Oh, yeah, and that breakfast stout, their regular breakfast stout is good. Man, yeah, I know, love that can, stuff. You can sell plenty of that. It's yeah. an all-day crusher right there. Yeah, it's great. And you guys, uh, on your Facebook, do you usually use uh, a hashtag, like, We Speak Craft Beer, right? Is that something you came up with, kind of? Yeah, I thought, you know, I thought it'd be kind of cool to come up with our own slogan. Uh, I think a lot of people, they go into a liquor store, they look around, you know, they see, you know, they see the basics. They see Lagunitas, they see a little bit of Three Floyds, a little bit of Founders. You come into here, it's like a whole different world. And, you know, you need someone in here that can tell you what's good and, and what stuff tastes like. And we have guys all the time in here. No matter what time you come in, there's going to be somebody in here that knows the stuff that they're selling, that's kind of where I got We Speak Craft Beer because it's, it's, there's a lot of jargon. There's a lot of stuff people don't understand, and you kind of need somebody that can explain all that to you. Yeah, and it's, it's also, too, the the fact that when you come into your spot here, like you said, that there's a lot of subpar liquor stores when it comes to craft beer in this area oh, yeah. specifically. Always check the dates when you go into some of that's these exactly other stores. Where I was it's very going. important. Uh, you guys rotate a little bit, and, you, and you know the cans are fresh because people are actually coming in here and buying them. So... Uh, it's really hard in this in Joliet specifically to find. I mean, there really isn't anybody but you guys at this point. You have to yeah. go to Romeoville to go to like Iron and Glass or something like that. To yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, uh, you know, we we don't blindly order beer. I mean, if we see something not selling, we're not going to keep you know piling onto it. You, you kind of just have to see what's selling, you know, and uh, go with that. Look at what style's selling. I mean, a lot of places will have a lot of saisons and sours and stuff. We try to do that. You know, we try to have a good selection of that. But we know at the end of the day that style is not a favorite around here. You're selling IPAs and pale er, and, and stouts, stouts and porters and, you know, pale ales and stuff like that. that. That's what really has staying power. I mean, you could pretty much sell any of that. Some of these other fruity beers, they do well in the summertime. Uh, pretty much anything barrel age is going to sell. People are going to want to try it. It's but so good. That's why. It's just kind of like a risk calculus. You have, you have to you have to know, you have to have an idea of what's going to sell before you order it, and just kind of know that if it doesn't sell, maybe don't order that beer again, or work with that brewery, find a way to sell it, get people to try it, do a tasting, something like that, get people to try it. And you got any uh, future plans of your own? I know you said that you know you you were helped and dad owned one and then now you, you got any plans of your own uh moving out in your own little craft beer shop or anything down uh, the road you know i've been thinking about it uh you know we work pretty hard here it's, it's pretty pretty uh intensive job uh you know i work six days a week but uh definitely love craft beer i'm definitely trying to think of some ways to maybe work on something to do with craft beer but uh for the time being we're going to be here uh, i could see myself in a few years possibly opening up something you know craft beer oriented maybe with a tap room something like that See how it goes. See, oh, uh, that'd be nice. That's see how this nice wave keeps going. You know, if people are still into this, you know, five to seven years from now, I'd love to do something like that. It's just that that element of being able to shop for your beer while drinking a beer is is always yeah. really cool. So I mean, it's always something to think about. But like you said, you got enough going on here. You guys are just been crushing it in the craft beer world. Uh, I just hope more people realize, like, hey, this is a liquor store that knows what they're doing. It's not it doesn't have to be a specialty bottle shop or you know these, you know hoity-toity you know only only get this specific beer you guys have everything but you have 
all the good stuff, which Absolutely. is the I mean, key. If any of you guys listening are wondering, we do still carry Old English and King Cobra and Hell all those yes. favorites. Uh, if, you, if you're into that, you know, you can come grab some of that, too. Uh, we have, you know, probably the best liquor prices in Joliet by far, I would say, uh, if you're into 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 any of that, uh, you know we got we got Hennessy pretty cheap. You know we got <laughs> we got all go. the good stuff. You there know you go. we got it nice and cold too. So we're not one dimensional. We're definitely in Joliet. We're definitely the jack of all trades. And uh, well, that's a that's a big thing too in the craft beer world, and especially with the way that it blends in with social media and Facebook and that it's like people get brutal. They they'll judge and they will put their opinion out there fast. So if you guys are here gouging on, you know. We've heard some area liquor stores like to separate bottles and go really heavy on the price for, you know, when zombie dust was a big thing. It's yeah. like you guys don't get that reputation because you sell everything at a reasonable price. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we saw people, you know, we saw other stores doing that. I mean, I, I, I look around, I see what other stores are doing, and that's just not a w- good way to do business. And people will stop shopping at your store if you charge too much. Yes, and, they uh, will. I mean, we're selling everything at a pretty, you know, good rate. There's really no reason to gouge people. We're going to, you know, make our money. We're going to make a name for ourselves, having a good price. And there's really no reason to charge too much for it. You know? Yeah, and you guys are putting in the effort to get the right beer on the shelves at the right time. So you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff because you guys are doing the footwork ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised at, at the number of people in this business who just have no idea what they're doing. It's just ordering and hoping. It's mm-hmm. scary. I mean, I, I know when I was here, when I was a teenager, I didn't know what the hell an IPA was, you know. I just, hey, it's an IPA, it's craft beer. Hey, try this. Someone wants a beer. Hey, yeah, try this. It's good. I don't know, you know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Somebody said this is good. You know, that was what you used to get at a liquor store. Somebody this, said this is this good. This gumball head, you know, people think it's good. Yeah. You should probably try it. it tastes like, like orange it. juice. Try that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we've come a long way. Uh, definitely, as craft beer has grown, our knowledge of craft beer has definitely grown. Yeah, you guys are, are kind of a, a gem in this in in the town here when it comes to to the the craft beer industry and the and the geeks in the area now because it, it's just growing everywhere. I mean, it, the breweries are growing, the people that drink it are growing, and places like Migraine and that are just going to extrapolate that by getting your typical Miller Light drinkers and Bud Light drinkers and Coors Light drinkers to kind of. Oh, I did like this Pilsner that I had at, you know, at Migraine. So do you have anything like that? Are they going to come in here and try the Pilcher's Pale Ale or something, you know? So you're going to see it forever expanding, I think, for a while now to people that used to come in here and buy a 30-pack of Bush Light, you know, maybe I'll try that Pilsner. So if you got somebody like you guys to guide them, I think that's going to be really helpful. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but there are also a lot of people who they they stick with their drink. They're diehards. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that come Which in is here. Fine. Yeah. They buy the same thing every day, and we don't have a problem with that. But uh, definitely, if they're ever looking to expand their their portfolio, you know, we're we're here for them to show them what they should try. So, well, if there's anything you want to cover, no. Um, you got anything? You know, we're we're pretty excited about our uh, collaboration coming out. Uh, I am too. Yeah, it's going to be different. I mean, I feel like Joliet definitely needed something like this. Uh, it's like like you've been kind of hidden on. Uh, it's kind of a desert out here. Not a lot of stores sell a lot of craft beer. There were no breweries out here. We kind of, I feel like, ushered in like a, like a new wave of uh, craft beer around here, and uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, hopefully it catches on, right? I think we're definitely seeing the results, and uh, I think these breweries are definitely going to see a lot of uh, success. I think it's going to definitely change the reputation of Joliet when people think of, you know, Going to migraine at night, you know, maybe a few years ago, people wouldn't want to drive to that area. But I think now when you see all these businesses opening up out there, a lot of businesses are going to thrive from the existence of migraine. 
you're gonna see a couple other you know places open up maybe some bars or something just some more options out that way it's good for them it's good for the city uh, yeah you got you got the what's it called that cards against humanity sponsoring the yeah, ballpark it's, now it's kind of yeah. like that that little area has a has a good chance at being revitalized for this town so yeah so i i think we've we've done a little bit uh to help uh help that cause out and uh absolutely it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes from here you know yeah you never know. You never know. But uh, there's there's breweries popping up every day. There's distribution. You get who's on your wish list? Who's on your wish list to to get in here? Well, it's a lot of the local guys. You know, we we've been we've had a pretty good winning percentage when it comes to contacting these guys. A lot of them are more than excited to come out here. But uh, there's there's a few breweries we've been trying to get. You know, there's there's the transient of the world, transient yeah. artisans and ales. Bridgman, Michigan. Yeah, they're pretty small. Uh, I've talked to some guys at Microphone. Been trying to get them in here. And That's uh, a tough cookie to crack, I hear too. Uh, they make yeah. some damn good beer, though, man. Microphone. That you ever heard of Saint Aaron? They brew out a microphone. I've actually talked to them as well. They they told me once they expand a little bit, we'll they're be pretty getting, awesome uh, dudes. They just make a limited. Yeah. limited amount so it's and that's hard to kind get of the cool thing these days is to not mm-hmm. make a lot of your beer because i think you see a lot of oversaturation sometimes uh Huge, from yeah. certain breweries and uh sometimes it's uh better to be small so we get transients on the list microphones on the list so there's got to be a couple couple out there that you're just kind of like man if i could get them in here uh you know i'm always i'm always looking around cigar city was definitely one of them that's cool yeah, yeah that's, that's I, cool I didn't one. i mean that wasn't even our fault I mean, they they just didn't even come up here at all so <laughs> once they right. came up here oh yeah they're in florida i mean it's yeah i think uh well you got metal monkey out in romeoville that's that's an interesting one uh I, you know what i had them on the podcast recently and they they definitely said that <clears> down the road here this year they're looking into doing some canning so hopefully that distribution will pump up because they don't do a ton of bottles and a, well, and a ton of releases so from what I understand, they've only been around for about two years now. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's their second year anniversary was just this weekend. So I think it's better for these breweries to build up their tap room before they uh, start distributing. You see a lot of these guys pop up, and you know the next day they want to start selling beer to stores, and they come in here, and I'm like, "Who are you? I've never heard of you. You know, what if your stuff doesn't make it? You know, I can't really uh, bank on you guys. It's hard to do that. You yeah, know, you can build a following a little bit, and then now yeah, people definitely. are seeking your beer. So. Absolutely, mm-hmm. that's the best. It's way good to for do. you guys, so you're not rolling a dice every time from this yeah. perspective. I mean, we, we you know we we have a pretty uh, educated uh, decision making before we do things. Things uh, you won't see stacks of beer on the floor that don't have some kind of following. I mean, you look at uh, one of our most recent uh, beers we brought in was Mobcraft out of uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't know much about them, but I, we just had Scott in here. He was just uh, Scott Dietz, an old friend of mine. He was shopping before while we were setting up for the podcast, and he was like, "Man, this is I've been crushing this stuff. Yeah, I, they, I haven't uh, even had one yet." They uh, they made their name off of uh, they wanted that Shark Tank show. They uh, they crowdsourced their beers for all you that don't know. Uh, they crazy. Yeah, they pretty much they have their website set up where people go on there and it's like, hey, submit your idea for what kind of beer do you want? You know, you know, you want something sour, you want something sweet, you want, you know, a a bacon flavored stout. You know, go ahead, send that in. It's interesting. Who gets the most votes, and uh, we'll make that beer for you. And we're like, wow, that sounds like a freaking awesome idea. So, uh, you know, we contacted those guys, and they pretty much came out here right away. We got some. Uh, Got some vanilla wafer porter. That's probably been the number one seller from them. Uh, they got a few other ones. They got some stouts. They got uh, they got some some sours coming they out. They got a hazy so. over there. I saw it too. They got a hazy yeah, IPA. Yeah, the uh, Hopalips hazy IPA. Yeah. We just brought that in last week. It's been doing pretty well. Uh, they they definitely jumped on that hazy Dude, IPA. People love like, those hazies. Yeah, right now. 
Yeah. And, and like we're drinking this Mars Cryo Flare right now, and it's that's a badass beer. That's a good beer. Not all of them are perfect, but this one is this one's really good. Mars is those killing guys. It. Those guys kick ass. As soon as I saw they were making a New England, st- this is like their third New England style. We brought it. Or well, fourth we had even. that crushed velvet over haze. The they yeah. did the shy PA with a little more, and then they had the hollow haze. Yeah, it had a little Christmas bit of riesling one. finish mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that, that wine dry finish at the end. That was probably my favorite. To be they're honest, they're nailing it, man. They're they're, yeah. they're doing a really good job with this this style. I, I've talked to just about everybody, every podcast. I've done so far. We've had this conversation about New England's and are they going to stay? Are they going to, you know, they have a trend, but it's a great beer. I mean, it tastes great. Those Mars guys are are interesting because uh, they don't even have their own like canning line in house. So most of the beers you'll see will be bottled. Yeah. Uh, but they, yeah, they, they use like a mobile canning line. So they'll, they'll have yeah. a nice like new canned beer, like maybe once or twice a month. Yeah, there's a lot of people that use those uh, those outsourced canning lines. They come in yeah. for a day and they just can the shit out of some beer and they yeah. move on. Yeah, that's contract. That's why it's hard to get. I mean, I tried to get like 10, 15 cases of this stuff. I could only get five, but uh, it's been great so far. Everybody loves it. Everyone's saying good things about it. Well, I see so. people are trying it now, and I think the, the cans you have left here are going to be gone pretty soon because people are starting to taste it now and be like, oh my God, I'm not sleeping on this one. There are a lot of up and coming breweries people don't really know about too much. I mean, I think Mars is probably number one on that list. They've been making some great beers. Uh, Another one I really like and I think is going to make a name for themselves. They're a little bit more sassy. They kind of got some cool labels, cool names. Is Illuminated, like I think we talked about. Yeah, Illuminated's got, they're just like a little bit out there. I, mean, I love their, their saying, uh, the beer for interesting times, I think it, is what they, they put on there. You know, there. drink with people you trust. They yeah. got that Illuminati, uh-huh. you know, joke on there. Pretty, you know? It's a pretty cool, uh, Brian Buckman, I think, is the guy, the brewer over there. And he, he was really cool. He actually got me a six barrel of one of their beers uh, last year. And I mean, they're just they're just good people over there, and they seem to be doing a good job making good double dry hot pale ales and different kinds of experimental like fruit kind of in their beer. It's a pretty cool place, I think. Yeah, yeah, we it's people like that that really keep this job interesting. Honestly, if, if on craft beer overall in general, I mean, if, if it wasn't for this, it'd be pretty boring. You know, just just restocking the same vodkas and you know tequilas all the time. Yeah, bush lights and Michelob yeah, 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 I'll take another pellet of bush light. Yeah, yeah. just put it over there. You yeah. know, put some in the cooler for people us. People are nice. gonna buy it, man. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's nice to see people kind of try new things. You know, it's people interested, and it's like it, it now it's more like this community versus I'm just drinking beer. Like now, it's, it's like a cool hobby now. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a way to disguise alcoholism as a cool hobby. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with it, right? So I always tell my wife, I'm like, yeah, it's I'm not an alcoholic. I just no, really I just, think beer is cool. Like, I like good beer, and yeah. you know, it's fun. You know, <laughs> like, but you drink it every night. Eh, it's really good. So yeah, no, I mean, I, I I enjoy beer. I. uh not every day, but you know you got to you got to be moderate about it. You don't want to have that dad bod going on. Like anything else, <laughs> got to be moderate. That yeah. is one thing people in the craft beer community don't do enough of, and that's hit the gym. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been rough for me. <laughs> the new year, uh, new year resolution definitely you. didn't yeah. uh, <laughs> didn't follow me. It's no. t- it'll take it'll take eventually. You're a busy yeah. man. See, six days yeah. a week, you're dealing with all these yeah, uh, man. filling Bring these shelves, new stocking these beers, getting new breweries in, and now uh, you're part of a collaboration that's coming out pretty soon. So, I mean, you got big things happening right now. Yeah, it's I exciting. appreciate you taking some time to sit down and do the podcast. I really wanted to see that perspective of uh, of a liquor store. I mean, I'm talking to breweries and tap rooms, and t- it's a different perspective other than you know guys that are just craft beer all day yeah i mean and and you'll see it i mean on like a friday or saturday night when we're busy you'll see people in line in suits and ties you know holding a a bottle of bourbon you'll see someone behind them a mom with two kids just grabbing a six-pack or something you know see people of all ages it's it's pretty different being in a liquor store i mean you see there's always a joke that you know 
there's only two places you'll see people that you know. You'll run into them at like you know somewhere like the DMV or something or the liquor store. You know, everyone goes to the liquor store. Everyone goes to the DMV. That's right. That's where you see people. You know, it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Well, again, thank you for doing this. Uh, and Amar, um, we're at uh, Cardinal Liquor Depot in Joliet. Uh, they speak craft beer, I promise. So, yeah, definitely. So if you're in need and you're in the Joliet area or even any of the surrounding areas, and keep an eye on their Facebook. It's pretty easy to find you guys on Facebook, right? Yeah, Just Cardinal search. Liquor Depot, mm-hmm. Joliet. You'll see the big uh, picture. It says uh, Craft Beer Superstore, and uh, you won't be disappointed. Come in here. Yeah, and the key is make sure you like and follow that page on Facebook, and then what I do, I set notifications for it, so that way I get alerted when you post a picture because that allows me to get the best chance of getting, let's say, for example, not even just beer, but Weller Weller uh, yeah. bourbon. People love that shit, and it's hard yeah. to get. As soon as it comes in, it's limited. Definitely. So that's key. I mean, just set the alert on your on your Facebook, and then, boom, you get a little notification, and you're one of the first to see that they just got in KBS, you know, coming down the road here, and then you can get, a, you yeah. can get, your, you can get your beer. We're on there damn near every day putting something new. It's we, we try to keep it interesting. There's a lot of Facebook pages you'll follow. You'll see something once every six months. You know, yeah. we try to be interesting. So, Now, you guys have been great, and I uh, really appreciate it again sitting down. And uh, I, I know I do most of my shopping here, plus you're just close to my house, and you get everything <laughs> that's great. That's man. how it starts, you know, and people, oh, I'll go to the local liquor store, you know. Oh, crap, they have a huge selection, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been spreading the word on you guys. It's, I don't know. It may be a bad idea next year come, uh, like, Bourbon County time. I'll be mad. I've told everybody to come here. No, like, man. We're in line. We're definitely getting more respect around the industry. For uh, sure. Our Goose Island numbers are going to be good. They're going to hook us up with another good uh, good amount of cases. Uh, we had enough for everybody last year. We knew how to split it up. You know, we, we made sure everybody got what they wanted for Did the most part. Did you try part. any of that prop this year? I didn't get to have any. I didn't either. You know, I'm disappointed. I don't want to be selfish. I heard it'll you know. blow our minds, but... Uh, I kind of feel like a jerk if if there's a guy in line that wanted it and oh no you can't have it I hid one for myself. You know (laughs) the funny thing is craft beer people like really attract to that too. Like any liquor store or bottle shop that that makes it a point to not do favoritism or put bottles aside for anybody like you seem to get more respect that way just because they know that they're getting a fair shake at what's what's there. Not only that, but I mean, you'll see Bourbon County. You'll walk into the wrong store, and you'll see it like ten, fifteen dollars higher than what it's supposed to oh, be. Oh, jeez, man! We definitely ouch, yeah, ouch. We avoid that as much as we can. Uh, we try to have the best prices. I know on uh, CBS, we had such a good amount of it. We're like, you know, let's just spread it out. Let's let everybody get a bottle. Let's put it at a fair price. Let everyone get yep. what they want. And be happy, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I was standing in line, and my buddy was able to come an hour later and still be able to get a bottle. I was you know, shocked, was man. Great, we, had, we had three registers going at the time, and I'm looking around at my register. I see, like, four cases on the floor, and I see the line. I'm like, shit, I hope this is enough. I really don't want people to, you know, form an angry mob. Oh, why'd you tell us you're getting it if you're not getting enough? Nah, and you guys nailed it. We got more than a lot of st- I mean, even even Way more than a lot of stores, even the yeah. B word. You know, we got more than they did. Uh, the B word. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we we hear that <laughs> industry name term. Yeah, you know those corporate bozos over well, there. It was over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's just a name. You know, we got great prices here. We got a great selection. I got beef with them right now. I came here and bought a boxed four pack of pseudo Sioux, and it was amazing. Once it started coming from Decorah, Iowa again, and then I went and got a boxed one from Binnie's a month later, and it was garbage. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, why it's them specifically, and I've heard this story from multiple people besides myself saying from the B word they uh, they, they <laughs> grabbed four packs that were like less than less than good, and you guys had them, and they were perfect. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. But I don't know. I don't want to take all right. the credit for that. That's not really in our control. Uh, <laughs> you just got the right distribution. <laughs> you know, we, we got the right salesman. We got the right truck driver bringing it over here. You yeah. know, some some magic combination there to make you it You did taste something right. right there. See, I'll, yeah. I'll give you the credit. I'll, I'll take some of the credit, I guess. 
All right. Well, again, thanks. Thanks for coming on and doing this. And this has been uh, Average Joe's Above Average Beer Podcast over at Cardinal Liquor Depot in Joliet. Come visit them right across the street from uh, Inwood uh, Park District uh, in Joliet. So right on Jefferson Street. You can't miss it. That's right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Amar. All right. Thanks. All right. We're out.